The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am the ferryman. In the shadows of the afterlife, the ferryman of souls guides America's most influential spirits to their eternal rest. Where are you taking me? Are you death? This road is not on any map. How much for a ticket? All I ask for in payment is a tale. I don't know who got to Kennedy first. And the devastation those first bombs caused. I've never been to hell, but I know intimately the hymns of the damned. Binge this season of The Passage now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's nothing better than feeling comfortable in your own shoes. And that doesn't mean flopping down on the couch with bunny slippers. Maybe you're a parent raising a little rock star or a tech nomad working from anywhere and jumping from one thing to the next. Whoever you are, Allbirds wants you to be comfortable in your actual shoes, too. Their wool runners, pipers and loungers are designed for a level of coziness that makes you feel like you can do anything. You might even forget you're wearing them. And their shoes are so stylish, they go perfectly with a wear whatever I want attitude. Allbirds is all about loving Mother Nature, too, because no one wants to leave a bad footprint. Each shoe is carefully crafted from natural materials that tread lightly on our planet. From ZQ-certified merino wool to a bouncy midsole made from sweet foam, the world's first carbon-negative EVA material made from sugarcane. So get comfortable in your shoes. Get to know the wool runners, pipers, and loungers at allbirds.com. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Welcome to Unexplained Extra with me, Richard McLean Smith. For the weeks in between episodes, we look at the stories that for one reason or other didn't make it into the show. For the last episode, When the Snow Melts, we took an in-depth look into the unsettling mystery often referred to as the Dyatlov Pass incident. The incident details the mysterious deaths of nine hikers as they attempted a challenging trek through the Ural Mountains in Russia. The hikers, eight students of the Ural Polytechnic Institute in what was once known as Sverdlovsk in Russia, and their friend Sasha Kolyatov, had been making their way towards Otorton Mountain on February 1, 1959, when they made camp on a mountain called Kolat Siakl. That night, the hikers, for some inexplicable reason, 
were seemingly compelled from the sanctuary of their tent and driven to their deaths in the snow and sub-zero temperatures outside. There have been numerous attempts over the years to unravel the mystery, with theories involving everything from secret weapons testing, UFOs, the wrath of ancient gods, to the possible involvement of Mansi tribesmen, or KGB, as well as natural disasters such as high winds and avalanches. But what seems key to any theory were the two startling revelations discovered by investigators at the time. One was that none of the group had been found with shoes and in many cases were woefully underdressed. And the other, that they appeared to have cut their way out of their own tent. The revelations would suggest that most likely something unseen had induced a heightened level of fear in the group, causing them to take immediate and evasive action and possibly under the influence of sheer blind panic. It is of course possible that only one or two of the members had reacted in such a way, leaving the others no choice but to attempt a rescue. And in some ways it seems unlikely that every member would panic in the same way. And yet, not one of them had taken the time to even put on their shoes, which suggests whatever it was had them all in its grip. It goes without saying that in any normal circumstances, the group were well aware of the dangers of being outside in minus 20 to 30 temperatures without the requisite clothing. The effects of extreme cold are immediate, beginning with the constriction of the blood to preserve the body. With sufficient wind chill, frostbite is only a matter of minutes away. Basic muscle functions become progressively more and more reduced until fingers can no longer be moved, and then arms and legs. Hypothermia sets in when the body temperature reaches 35 degrees. Soon, you become devastatingly disorientated, from which there is only a downward spiral of confusion. At 32 degrees, you begin to lose consciousness, before probable death, around 28 degrees. All this they would have known. But fear has little respect for the intricacies of survival and reason. As perhaps the most primitive of all our emotional reactions, how we respond to fear, unless intensely conditioned otherwise, goes beyond past experience and personality, bypasses the ego and heads straight to the id. For even the most highly trained and prepared soldier, not until you are actually presented with a genuine flight or fight experience do you know how you will respond. But more importantly, the response is completely beyond your control. And if the hikers were inside the tent when whatever happened had first occurred, it wasn't something they saw that terrified them so, but something they must have heard. Are you always taking care of your family? Do you often take care of others and not yourself? Now it's time to take care of yourself, to make time for you. You deserve it. Teladoc gives you access to a licensed therapist to help you get back to feeling your best, to feeling like yourself again. With Teladoc, you can speak to a licensed therapist by phone or video. Therapy appointments are available seven days a week from 7am to 9pm local time. If you feel overwhelmed sometimes, maybe you feel stressed 
or anxious, depressed or lonely, or you might be struggling with a personal or family issue, Teladoc can help. Teladoc is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy to change counsellors if needed, for free. Teladoc therapy is available through most insurance or employers. Download the app or visit teladoc.com forward slash unexplained podcast today to get started. That's T-E-L-A-D-O-C dot com slash unexplained podcast. In the early 1980s, British engineer Vic Tandy worked as an engineering designer for a company manufacturing anaesthetic and intensive care equipment. The company operated out of a makeshift lab made from two back-to-back garages, which some of the employees claimed was haunted. It was certainly easy to see how being surrounded by all the eerie pieces of equipment that twitched and rasped with lives of their own might leave you feeling more than a little spooked. But as for actual ghosts, Vic was a confirmed man of science and had little time for such nonsense. That was until the night Vic found himself working alone in the lab when he began to feel a strange sense of unease. Although he was cold, he started to sweat profusely before being hit by a profound and sudden low that swept over him, followed by the distinct impression that he was being watched. And then he saw it. A figure moving from out of the shadows into his peripheral vision. It was grey and silent and moved just as he would expect a person to move. Only there was nobody else in the room and all the doors were locked. Vic was terrified. Finally, having built up enough courage, he turned to face the apparition, at which point it vanished. A somewhat disturbed Vic put the event down to tiredness and went home. The following day, Vic who was a keen fencer, had brought a blade into the lab that needed fixing. After securing the foil blade in a vice, Vic went to look for some oil, returning a short time later to find something very strange occurring. The blade was wildly oscillating up and down, completely of its own accord. Unsurprisingly, especially after the events of the previous night, it gave Vic a nasty fright. However, Unwilling to believe that something ghostly had occurred, Vic resolved to find out just what exactly was going on. For the blade to be vibrating like that, it had to be receiving energy varying in intensity at a rate equal to the resonant frequency of the blade. Any energy of this type might otherwise be referred to as sound. Vic eventually discovered that the lab seemed to be harbouring a low-frequency sound wave that was being reflected back and forth by the opposite ends of the garage. With the wave bouncing back into itself, it created a concentration of energy in the middle of the room with a frequency of roughly 19 hertz. What Vic had been experiencing was the very real and very physical effects of infrasound. Vic looked around the room for a possible source and noticed a newly installed extraction fan whirring away at the back. When he turned the fan off, the blade stopped vibrating.
The phenomenon had first been discovered by French scientist Vladimir Gavreau in very similar circumstances. Working in his lab in the 1960s, Gavreau and his assistants had started to experience pain in their ears and noticed lab equipment shaking without any obvious reason. He too discovered that a large extractor fan had been creating an infrasound wave. Infrasound is essentially any sound that registers at a frequency less than 20 hertz, which although inaudible to most human ears, can nonetheless induce feelings of intense panic, dread, nausea, and in extreme cases, hallucinations. However, many animals with more sensitively evolved hearing have no such problems with the frequency, with many, including elephants and whales, relying heavily on such frequencies for communication. Remarkably, during the 2004 Indian Ocean earthquake and tsunami, many animals were witnessed fleeing the affected areas some time before the devastating waves began to hit. It is highly likely that they had sensed the impending danger through infrasound generated by the earthquake. Could this same sound have caused such fear and panic in the Dyatlov team? And imagine the effects of such a noise if it was combined with something audible, something that would have come suddenly and threateningly, roaring from out of the dark as if a jet engine had been ignited next to the tent. In Donny Eicher's fantastic book, Dead Mountain, perhaps the most comprehensive account of the Dyatlov Pass incident, it is just such a scenario that he concludes may have led the students to their deaths. After extensively reviewing the evidence, Eicher postulates that an obscure natural phenomenon known as a von Karman vortex street may have occurred on the night of February the 1st. Such phenomena can be created when the flow of wind is sufficiently disrupted by blunt bodies, resulting in the creation of extremely loud and violent tornadoes. It is Eicher's belief that such an event could have been created by high-speed winds pummeling into the smooth-rounded mountain of Kolatsiakl, sending vortices roaring down the mountainside right next to the Dyatlov team's tent. Perhaps this is the same terrifying sound that would later give rise to stories of the Kompolan and their nausea-inducing screams, or the chilling sound of Baba Yaga's pestle and mortar as she hurtles through the forest in search of her next victim to devour. And yet, could the broken bones and other devastating injuries found on a number of the hikers merely be the result of falls sustained in the panic? Lev Ivanov had not been able to say anything at the time But as the years went by, he would finally begin to open up. His thoughts collected in an extraordinary interview given in 1990. I suspected at the time, and I am almost sure now, he said, that these bright flying spheres had a direct connection to the group's death. Only those who were inside the orbs know more than me. But whether there were people inside that time, or any other time, is as yet unclear. If you enjoy listening to Unexplained and would like to show your appreciation, you can now help support us by going to unexplainedpodcast.com forward slash support. All donations, no matter how large or small, 
are massively appreciated. All elements of Unexplained are produced by me, Richard McLean-Smith. Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes and feel free to get in touch with any thoughts or ideas regarding the stories you've heard on the show. Perhaps you have an explanation of your own you'd like to share. You can reach us online at unexplainedpodcast.com or on Twitter at unexplainedpod. Now it's time to take care of yourself, to make time for you. Teladoc gives you access to a licensed therapist to help you get back to feeling your best. Speak to a licensed therapist by phone or video anytime between 7am to 9pm local time, seven days a week. Teladoc therapy is available through most insurance or employers. Download the app or visit teladoc.com forward slash unexplained podcast today to get started. That's T-E-L-A-D-O-C dot com slash unexplained podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am the ferryman. In the shadows of the afterlife, the ferryman of souls guides America's most influential spirits to their eternal rest. Where are you taking me? Are you death? This road is not on any map. How much for a ticket? All I ask for in payment is a tale. I don't know who got to Kennedy first. And the devastation those first bombs caused. I've never been to hell, but I know intimately the hymns of the damned. Binge the season of The Passage now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.